Welcome to the Crystal Join Podcast. My name is Carl. With me is C-Note. C-Note, how are you on this fine, fine Thursday evening, the day before we start the hero, historian, Kit and Carl War? I am doing great, Carl. Ready to jump into the uh, events and shenanigans we had going on this week. How are you? Great. Yes, obviously a ton of shenanigans. We got the war this weekend. We did a live draft. And uh, why don't you tell the peeps how that draft went? Well, I'm probably not the best person to say how the draft went, only because there was some shenanigans from the get-go that involved <laughs> myself. So you would probably be better off to, to tell the audience. Well, I mean, it was it was like the so we got uh, Hero um, on voice on the opposing team, and the thing about Hero is, you know, there's going to be something up his sleeve. You don't exactly know what it. Uh, will perfectly entail but you know it's going to be something and uh you you know he's he's legendary for his draft day trades um as you can see he usually um pulls out the stops for some of his faves so of course there was um a draft day trade but i will tell you that i feel like he was hedging his bets a little bit in the draft due to the banned troops so the uh the catch for this war is each team got the band two troops. So, um, you know, the good guy side, a.k.a. his side, banned uh, loons and uh, dragon riders. And we banned the the evil nemesis team, the bad guy team, us, uh, super whiz and dragons. So right off the bat, those are some of Hero's favorites. So I feel like he was, you know, on his heels to start with. What do you say? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially getting rid of the Swizz. Um, that's that's his trademark. Yeah, no Swizzle for him. The uh, the big thing though, I would say, is that that absolutely no no Skybridge shenanigans because riders are gone, drags are gone, and then loons are kind of a big deal to tank Sams and whatnot. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how much ground you got to be excited for. Probably seeing a lot of ground, and then. No Coco loons for queen charges, so how ballsy people get with their base de uh, designs putting um, outside the base Sams because they will work perfectly with no Coco loons. Yet the Coco baby drag is what the uh, what the hype has been. Do the do the Coco baby dragon, or or could you do a Coco minion maybe? Uh, Coco minion will work for air traps. I don't think they work for Sams. Is the thing? Got gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I um now for clarity. Um, and you know, asking for a friend, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> is it, is it that all that like, so there's four band troops total to mm -hmm. each side. Yeah. So is it that neither team can use any of the four or, or is it just that like, we can't use those two and they can't use the other two. Nobody can use any of them. So you got to get real inventive on your army these days for the, based uh, on these four. Uh, okay. Troops. Uh, it's, yeah. it's all making sense now. Okay. So, yeah. so. Go ahead and tell the audience uh, the shenanigans that transpired, and I'll, I'll uh, put my two cents in after. Yeah, so the the draft day trade was uh, Peter for C-Note. So, like, C-Note, you're involved in this trade, and I will tell you that, especially these days, I, I think that it really started... I mean, there was rivalries that were, like, in motion, but I think they, the last bet where Nob got kicked out of the clan for a few weeks after the CW, I feel like, 
I feel like the rivalries are like in full swing and clearly Peter is your rival. Like obviously Agent Knob just had their whole thing going on. But like you and Peter have like this little this little thing between you two and I'm super jealous of it because I feel like I don't have a rival in Clash and um, you do and you two are gunning for each other. We are. We're battling for the nicest person in Clash Award, I think. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard to, um, to to fling mud at one another because <clears throat> we're both nice by nature. But um, but Peter, yeah, I'm I'm coming for you, man. All guns blazing. So, what are you thinking for your hits? I feel like this is. I feel like this war is perfectly tailored for your like what you like in Clash because. All the all the meta basically the big meta troops are banned, which means that air has been super neutered, and uh, that leaves that leaves ground to have a heyday. I think I, I maybe like I mean I guess we'll see, but I feel like it's leaving the opening for um, high percentage two stars on ground with the possibility of three to you know, maybe rue the day. Yeah, yes, I'm liking this a lot. I mean, even though I'm still probably gonna only. <laughs> two star high percent i'll be in that majority but um i just th- the thought of doing ground again just entices me i mean i think that high percentage two stars is probably what's going to win this war because uh people are rusty not using these troops um and then obviously getting a high percentage two is a very very i mean it's just good in general and then especially um this one you can't i mean it's no dip uh a war so like you can't really leave um stars and percentage on the table so i feel like that that's going to be um you know really where you want to be yeah and uh it'll give you a chance and i'm not trying to give any spoilers around and i don't even know what you're going to use but uh Mm -hmm. it'll give you a chance to revisit hybrid oh yeah absolutely and i've been like i've been hogging like a boss i will tell you you know, not to toot my own horn, but I've had a lot of mass hog triples lately, lately on TH14, and I've been loving. I love been loving getting the hogs out, dusting them off. So, is it the fact that like you've seen more hybrids being used in wars is kind of you know making you want to use them again, or is it just something that you just decided to do one day? Uh, I think it kind of started in our last scrim match because um the base that was left because i think i kind of hit at the end if i remember correctly i kind of hit at the end of war um and so like the base that i was left i was like trying to break it down um on what i wanted to do for it and it just like the way that um basically the the big defenses that um create bacon kind of weren't there and it kind of had like good hog pathing and i'm like you know what we're gonna give it a whirl and it worked and then uh just in the last couple hours in the war that we're in right now, I tried hogs and it worked out pretty well. So like, I'm not saying the hogs by all means are good, but I feel like maybe people have completely forgot about them. And if you can get the opening value to kind of get some of those key defenses that um, crush hogs, like, and those, all those attacks that I was doing that I mentioned was one heal spell as well. It was a well-timed tome and one heal and the hogs made their way through the base. So I feel like they're a little bit underrated right now. So they're making a comeback in your eyes. So yeah, like, I think so. Is this, is this something you're going to start using more, kind of get away from air, or is that going to kind of be your air still kind of your go-to with Lalo, and then hybrid is going to be the, you know, if it's there kind of thing? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to... So um, how I'm looking at bases now is still either 
uh, is like some kind of Lalo or like Queen Charge Dragon Riders. That's like kind of what I'm looking. But I think I'm going to flip the script um, just for fun and start looking at a base for either, uh, you know, Zap or uh, Blizz Hogs um, and then Queen Charge Hogs. And then if that doesn't look enticing, um, I'll go back to some kind of some kind of air, either Queen Charge Dragon Riders or some kind of Lalo. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to approach war like I always do and um, hope for a two-star and then allow you to come behind me and clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I mean, I always feel confident like when I've seen that like maybe I get my two hits in mm -hmm. and they weren't triples and then I'm like, oh, well, Carl has two hits left. So we still, you know, we still have a chance for you to come behind me and just triple those. I mean, it's funny, and we'll talk about this in the All of Air Air event that we uh, got coming up next topic, but um, there's like several people that want fresh hits, and I'm still the type of guy that if you can give me more information, like if you can get rid of some of that hidden information on the base, I definitely feel like I can do better. So, I mean, I totally will take cleanup duty. I'm I'm all for it. Well, uh, an interesting segue into that. Um, all air event that we did someone in there said um, <laughs> it's always a fresh hit if you don't watch the replay of the last person <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's> <laughs> yeah so we so you both you and i did the all air event with our our friends at phoenix reloaded with uh jess and frosty two of our bffs so uh and we we streamed a little bit about it and uh you know I, the the biggest thing that hit me and we're going to kind of break it down a little bit the biggest thing that hit me was a how good phoenix reloaded is they're very good clan and then b is like when we started the stream and thank you all for people for saving hits on the stream like the fresh triples at especially at th14 because we had so many 14s were coming like hot and heavy like how many like fresh triples did we have in like the first maybe like hour 90 minutes of the stream it was probably at least like 10 to 12 triples wasn't it yeah, I mean, first of all, you're right. There, there were, there are a lot of great attackers in that clan, and secondly, <laughs> it put people who were waiting to attack, like myself, under a lot of pressure because it was triple, triple, triple. And then you were saying, "See, note it's your turn," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm having <laughs> attack anxiety here because if I don't triple, like I end the streak." But you're right. It was, it was literally like four or five in a row. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, these guys are really good. Yeah, and you're you're not giving yourself credit because I was loving some of the new tricks that you're pulling out of your bag. Like you found um, a base with a hole in the core that was like perfect for some sneaky gob shenanigans. So I, I was loving that. And then <clears throat> you did uh, you did kind of like a quake um, to get your uh, king like epic suey value. So you've been really like breaking down the bases a lot different than I've uh, seen you do recently. What, what kind of got you on that train? Um, well, <laughs> you're being kind because you and I both know I screwed up that little hole that would have gotten me the town hall right away. Um, I didn't see the, um, the tornado trap was kind of hidden behind the town hall and I didn't see it till all my sneakies were in there. But, um, no, I, I, uh, it actually stemmed from CWL, and I know we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, I started to see things in a different way, more of like a um, magic knob kind of way where it's like, hey, can I sneaky gob this? Mm-hmm. Because if you can sneaky gob something, you don't have to use a blimp. And if you don't have to use a blimp and you're doing air, 
that gives you this, the the um, the stone slammer option, which provides a really good tank. Not that the dragons need it, but um, a really good tank for the dragons to last a little longer. So I've started looking at bases like that. If I can get like a little cheese, you know, star off of sneaky goblins, mm-hmm. and it only costs me maybe a couple of spells and maybe you know, I don't know, twenty slots of sneaky gobs, I'm going to do it. And granted, the second one that you mentioned, um, I quaked and uh, sued the king because it was just like, okay, I can I sneaky gob to funnel so that the king would go right in. But um, no, it's just from watching, um, you know, some of your attacks. And I know, like, um, Ink is very creative and Frosty and some of the people over um, in Phoenix Reloaded were really trying some different things. And I was kind of snatching pieces from what everybody was doing and i'm and it just it caused me to look at bases a different way yeah and after you kind of i think part of it too is when you're trying new things it's kind of getting the timing down so like and i, and I think that's the biggest part like when you like so let's say that hybrid makes this big comeback right um people have not been doing homies lately and so like their timing and the rhythm is going to be off. So like after you do it a couple of times, the rhythm is totally going to be there. Like once you start sneaking for a while, doing like the test sneaky and then kind of training your eyes and the rhythm to like look for the traps and stuff like that will just start to come more natural. And then you um, doing that, you don't have to have like for me, I used to take a whole bunch of extra sneakies just in case. And then you can say, Hey, I can take two or three less sneakies. That's another loon. So I feel like that um, as you do more of those, that it will just start to become second nature. And then not only will you be able to like maybe shave a little bit of troop space because you're a little bit more um, able to do that, but then your rhythm and your timing, because another thing um, to note is like time fails. And so if you can do that kind of phase of your attack and save five to 10 seconds, we both know that that's a huge deal at the end for a few of those time fails. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, I, and I kind of felt like I had to try something different because, I mean, I've never claimed to be a three-star specialist. So, And I knew I was going to be on the stream. So I'm like, all right, you know, I just don't want to do, because I know I've heard you complain and, and I'm complaining myself. Um, you know, same old Skybrid, same old Skybrid, you know, drop mm-hmm. the dragons, watch them destroy everything. So I kind of wanted to try and do a little spice it up a little bit because mm-hmm. you know for the stream and for content for you to talk about um, even if i fell on my face it would just kind of be like oh there goes c-note again so um i you know i just had to try something different no i, I think that they went super great and uh, uh we gotta we gotta say the person who just completely and you you probably saw my reaction on stream i like i like literally had a crisis on stream when frosty did his log launcher queen charge um mass rocket loon attack like it was i i told him on stream and i will go on record again that since i rejoined clash that that attack like it fell short and let me tell you why so it was um he did a log launcher funnel for his queen charge to go past the middle of the base so he basically queen charged into about 70 percent deep into the base the log launcher had all i thought i during the stream when i was guessing i thought there was going to be a couple more healers pop out of the log launcher to help support the queen but what he did was do loons with clones so the log launcher popped open in the middle of the base he cloned some loons that not only helped take some defenses out but then like search for um 
air traps and everything like that. That um, and then he had like sixteen or eighteen rocket, like some crazy amount of rocket loons. And the only reason that he didn't triple is that. Um, the queen was like right at the town hall and he lost his queen through ability on a scatter. Otherwise it was an easy triple. And the way that he funneled the log launcher, um, in conjunction with the queen charge was like the cool, I think the coolest thing live that I've seen myself since I restarted clash, like whatever, you know, um, like approaching two years here in a few months, like what are we at now? I don't know, probably like 18 to 20 months since I got restarted, um, yeah, I was, like, you probably saw on stream, like, I was literally, like, freaking out about how much I love that plan and how much I love that attack. Yeah, I, I don't think I would call it a crisis. I think uh, what best sums up your reaction is an orgasm, because you were going crazy about it. And it was awesome. It was. I, I, I was right there with you. Um, Frosty was very inventive, and it worked really well. The end result wasn't probably what he wanted, but mm -hmm. just watching that was incredible. Yeah, I, I said a crisis because that's what the British use to say orgasm. Okay. All right. Well, then I just learned something. If you watched a lot of top, top Gear, they talk about having a crisis. I see. You okay. Know. I stand corrected. It's a little inside humor, so we both agree that it was definitely a PG-13 plus stream. It was awesome sauce. It was awesome sauce. So, yeah, so shout out to, like, Phoenix Reloaded for having us over there for like a super fun event and letting us stream it and have a little party. I'm really loving the like open discard chat, like Frosty hopping in, especially for events like this, where if someone has a question, Frosty can just say it, you know, so we get it straight from the person whose event it is on stream on Twitch. Like, Hey, can I do this? Does this violate the rules? Frosty's like, yes or no. You know, I thought that, I think that that's awesome. Did a great job. Um, he was in voice chat, and I know we had a question on whether we could use sneaky gobs, and he was right there to answer us. So, and and Jess was right there to back him up. So they did an amazing job of putting this on. I was actually there for three. They did two fifty-man wars to pump up their clan to uh, level ten. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to, to Phoenix Reloaded on that. And then I went right into the all air event. So I got to know some of the people over there and they are really good folks, really good folks. Made me feel welcome uh, right from day one. And um, I would definitely do any any kind of event over there again. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I feel like that they, uh, it feels like they're very active and they'll have things like this that pop up every once in a while, you know? Yeah, I hope so. Cause I, I, I'd like to keep relations with some of the people I met over there and then, you know, Frosty and Jess, obviously, um, would like to see them on an, on a regular basis. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping they, they do something like this real soon. Agreed. And so, uh, so before that rolling, uh, rolling on through the month was CWL and, uh, how did we'll just we'll just do you because my my CWL was an absolute dumpster fire. Let's just start with you, C note, so that we can get you know, get a little bit of momentum of how it went. Tell us how you did. Uh, tell us how the clan did. Um, you kick us off on this one. I mean, I did okay. Um, I only got one triple um, for the week, but I didn't do anything less than a two star and I was I was happy I was getting mid 80 two stars all, all week so um, it wasn't a, a complete failure for me uh, using air every day but um, 
I I really tried to be safe about it because <laughs> lately, last couple CWLs, we've we've had a lot of one stars, and I know it's people really swinging for the fences and trying to help us out and you know get us to the next level. But um, I didn't want to be one of those people that were bringing us down um, with the one stars, so I really played it extremely safe. And um, overall, we didn't do that well. Um, we just ran into some really hard or stiff competition. Um, so we stayed where we are, uh, in the league we are in masters yeah. one. So, um, and I think that's pretty much, that's where we belong until we get some, maybe some, some more mm-hmm. skilled players. Yeah. And a couple, I think our bottom, our bottom couple of talent, like dip was our number 30, which with a potion can hit pretty high, but like his base is pretty much an easy three star. So I feel like we're giving up a couple of stars each, uh, each war on defense, plus like you're saying, like just I think it's just our clan mentality. We're definitely just like a swing for the fences. Like we're we got a lot of people that don't mind batting two forty as long as they hit forty five bombs and like hundred and ten ribbies for the year, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. And uh and I was more interested in the um the little rivalry that was brewing at the start of the CWL uh between Agent and Knob, and um I'll let you um, kind of tell the stakes and the story on that one. Oh yeah so this this goes back to the rivals in the clan so uh, what was going on with it is apparently it's become like a thing that we're going to do every CWL now where it's it's basically king of the hill format and whoever scores the most stars in CWL stays in the clan and uh, continues on to the next challenger and the loser gets booted out of the clan until next CWL so agent challenge knob Knob lost. Knob's out of the clan. He's been hiding out in dirty chambers. <laughs> and then I think Hero took up the challenge to face on Agent next, correct? Correct. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, so next CWL, uh, Agent stays. He's king of the hill. We'll see what happens to Hero, or else Hero gets booted out of the clan for a while. And then uh, I, I feel like you or I should be up next, or at, le- at least within the next couple to uh, ensue the to continue this, this the shenanigans and ensue trying to be king of the hill. Yeah, I think we'll have our turn. Um, Hero kind of stepped up on his podcast and said, you know, hey, agent, I'm coming for you, which I loved. Um, <laughs> Classic so, Hero. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he said, you know, you kick Knob out of the clan, I'm going to kick you out of the clan. So there was some shade there. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, we're, we're getting the theatrics a little early because we still have about three weeks to go. But, um, and, you know, there could be a new rivalry brewing in our clan. Yeah, and I, I'm still taking open applications to have a rival because I really want one real bad. I'm totally okay with being the protagonist or the antagonist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, it doesn't have to be in our clan, though, right? It could be anywhere. Well, you no, it could be absolutely anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, I just need somebody. So, I just need somebody to. Uh, you know, start talking trash or something. Cause you know that I love that. Oh, you live for that. Yeah. That, uh, that'll be great. Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah. So, you know, word is out. Uh, Carl's <laughs> looking for a rival. Who's going to step up. Oh, so, so my CWL was super rock. So it started out great. So I had just two accounts in, I was three for four in triples after two days two days of cwl i had three triples i'm living high right like i got this we're gonna have a great cwl last month i had a bad one this month we're gonna have a good one well it turns out after day two it completely went down from there so after that 
I think I got two one stars the last of the week. And one of those should have been basically a zero star miss hit because let me let me just break down what what happened here because um it's it's kind of a funny story and it's super embarrassing so uh after work get home doing like the life stuff uh do a quick workout hit the shower i'm like okay i was like kind of looking at bases while while i was like on the treadmill and i was like okay i'm gonna hit this like when i get get right out of the shower i can get my war attacks done this that and the other um, and then all of a sudden I'm in the shower and like, I hear like a discord beep, which is like not unusual, right? Like you get random discord beeps during the day. I have, so for my discord, I have all notifications turned off except for DMs. And so like, it was a little DM. And so I was like, okay, you know, someone probably whatever needs a request or whatever, so- something like that for uh CWL. And then all of a sudden I got another beep and another beep. And I'm like, that's like three quick ones in a row. Like usually if people's going to send a message, they'll just type like one big message. And a lot of times it's like beep, 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 beep. Well, it turned out, and I'll tell you, C-Note, when I picked up my phone, yours was the message that came up. And your message was four minutes left in the war. And I was like, (laughs) oh, brother. And so literally hop out of the shower, see your message that says four minutes, fire up the phone to the CWL, and there's like literally 90 seconds left. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so then I put one account on my phone. I just, uh, and then I did the other account on my iPad. I, on my phone, I literally just click attack. Like it's just a regular farming army, but I have like no time. So I kick a clack uh, attack. And it's like, it's like something like queen charge giants or something like that. Like it's just like not a good army. So then. I start the queen charge into the town hall. So I was like, I try to get starts here. So as soon as the queen takes the town hall and I deploy all the giants and the rest of the force, I literally drop the phone. I pick up the iPad or wait a minute. When I, as soon as the queen charge gets going and I didn't have to like babysit the queen charge, I hit attack on the tablet. So the timer is ticking on the tablet. Once the queen charge and all the giants are in, I pick up the tablet, which is already into the raid. And so then after that, I uh, I start, and I think I had like a blizzard, but I didn't have all the troops cooked. So I had a blizzard with no rage, nothing else other than a couple invis. I didn't have like the full Lala troops or like any funnel troops for the Sui. So I like literally just toss something in there. And as soon as those get going, I pick my phone back up and I try to finish out that raid. And that one got a two star. And then I go back to the tablet and I try to salvage that, which was like a one star. So like... I was literally just clicking attack so that I could get in so that when war ended, I still at least had like, you know, whatever, a minute to go. So that's what happened at the end of mine. It was uh, super horrible and totally unacceptable for me to lose track of time. So what I got out of that is you did shirtless CWL attacks? (laughs) I mean, shirtless plus some other shirtless-ish activities oh so so you did full frontal yes (laughs) it was it was absolutely all hands on deck emergency click attack don't care what else is going on in life i gotta pick up a couple of stars somehow yep and and actually it thrust you into kind of the hemisphere because all i saw on discord was like compliments like legend you know you're a legend doing (laughs) two attacks at once with one hand each and on two different devices so you were you were literally like 
by doing that, you you thrust yourself into legendary status. <laughs> oh boy! And then like uh, so, Tip Dog on because you and I went on their show recently. I think their eps released this week or this last weekend or whatever. He was gonna throw yeah. me some epic shade about it, but I think he forgot to to give me crap about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, how can you? Like like I said, it, you kind of thrust yourself into legendary status two attacks at once with like. 14 seconds left in the war so oh i mean it's it's epic you can't you can't throw shade at that oh and i and i will tell so this is the first time i've ever done a blizzard without a rage spell on the super whiz and let me tell you that one rage spell really makes the difference like there's no way you can do anything without a rage spell like the it, it felt like a limp noodle blizzarding without a rage spell like it got it was just it was shocking to me how little value the Blizzard got without that rage right off the bat, honestly. <laughs> limp noodle, huh? <laughs> yes, it was super limp noodle uh, Blizzard that I had loaded up. I, you know, to tell you the truth, I didn't even see either one of the attacks. All I saw was two attacks light up at the same time, and one was Dip and one was Carl, and I'm like, Holy crap, he's doing two at one. That's awesome. So I didn't have the heart to go in and look at him because I didn't, you know, didn't want to make you feel good. bad or under any pressure or anything. So, um, yeah. So, like, we have a little bit. Uh, so, to make sure that I don't do this again, CWL, um, there was a little wager that, uh, that I made with Tip Dog, which he talked about in his bonus episode that released. And we'll talk about it in After Dark. So that's just a little little preview for the extra... Uh, I guess we should say forewarning. It's an extra weird and extra spicy After Dark. So, like, here's another warning for After Dark. So there you go. Oh, extra spicy. I like that. Uh, we, we, we took... Um, uh, suggestions for After Dark top- topics. And let me tell you, there were some weird ones. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, in looking at this, uh, and, I'll, and I'll talk more about it in After Dark, I, th- mm-hmm. I think I already screwed up. And there's some shenanigans that are going to happen uh, in After Dark. So uh, um, <laughs> anybody that's on right now, you might want to stick around and hear this. Oh, man. So so we uh, finished CWL. We have a super crazy CWL coming up with... I already need, I already we you already know one bet that's coming up, the King of the Hill. There's a me and a tip dog bet, and there's also an extra bet that just came out today, and they're all hella weird. So you you're not gonna want to miss that. So uh, <laughs> we finished we finished up the scrim match, uh, C note, and I feel like um, now that it's over, um, I'm not gonna say that I feel like it was um, I, I feel like I learned a lot from it. And I, and, I, and I think most of it is the biggest thing that I learned is that there's just so many events going all the time that having this big event that lasts so long in between like literally dozens of other events is just like a lot to coordinate and like um, the, you know, the, the poor people trying to run the event too to like have to deal with all that nonsense too, I feel like was was kind of a big deal so what, what did you think now that the basically the 5v5 uh th14 scrim matches are over i'm i'm actually relieved um and i know that's going to sound bad uh and and hats off to cff um for putting that on it was mm-hmm. it was a great idea i think um and and, I, and there were times i did have fun but i found it like very stressful in terms of i didn't want to take the chance of getting spun in 
you know, to a war and missing out on the scrim. So, or, or any other event for that matter. So it was almost like from week to week, I was constantly aware that, you know, I couldn't, I had to turn my light red and I couldn't be here. And most of the time I would kind of just scatter out of clans and go into like a dead clan and sit there with that account just to avoid, you know, any kind of, um, you know, risk of being spun in anywhere. So mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of glad it's it's done and you can kind of just go back to picking and choosing what events you have. Again, great idea, great mm-hmm. concept. Got to meet some and see some great attacks. Uh, got to hang out with you and um, Ink and Frosty and Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't regret that at all. It was just, you know, it was very long. It was a long process and um, I'm just kind of glad it came to a head. Um, how about you? Yeah, I think that uh, my favorite part of the whole thing, when I look back on it, and poor Hero, like, I feel like the the time that he spotted, so we were spotting each other a handful of times, um, mostly. So I like getting spotted. Like, I feel like you do better having a spotter, is my opinion. So, like, for the, the scrim match, I'd say probably about half the time I got a spot. Um uh, that like poor hero like still like I think he's talked about on his podcast like three times that like when I spotted for him I like called out the mass headhunter CC and he's able to like freeze and poison and he's like oh man thanks you like helped me save the raid and then when he was spotting for me and I got the mass headhunter CC um, that he he didn't call it out in time and like my basically swagged my entire queen charge so he still talks about it and feels bad which he totally shouldn't you know it's still my fault for missing it but I feel like looking back at it it's gonna be um, all the times that hero spotted me and then afterwards he like felt bad about which you should not do hero <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I, I did hear him talk about it on his podcast where he you know. missed the CC troops for you one time and he was like, oh, yeah, watch out for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, spotting is hard. Like, I, I've done it for other people, and I've had a whole bunch of people do it for me, and it's definitely an art form. Yeah, I I'm, I suck at it. You know, like, if you tell me, if you were to tell me, like, okay, Sino, just tell me when the clan castle troops come out, I would still get so wrapped up in what you're doing and watching mm-hmm. the actual attack. It's kind of like... Um, I umpired um, years and years ago, um, youth baseball, mm-hmm. and I've, I'm a baseball enthusiast. So I wasn't prepared for actually making calls. I was more watching the game. And, you know, when it came down to it, it was like, oh, geez, I got to call safer out. I know there was several times I missed calls because I was so into the game. And that's what it, that's what it's like, you know, watching or spotting in clashes. You, you're like, wow, look what he's doing, you know, and you, you're like, oh, geez, there's the clan castle troops and I didn't tell him. So, um, yeah, you're right. It is difficult. Yeah. And so what, what I've been doing lately is I've been trying to say, you know, here's two things to help me out with. And like you actually were you were there when um, on the the all air all air event war when I hit base one and got the spotter. Were you there for that one? Yeah, I was. So like you got a taste of like kind of how I'm trying to do the spotting now. Like, what did you think of that? Like, so in going into that one, it was like, uh, queen charge, jump to the core, uh, dragon riders, queen charge, dragon riders, like normal. And, uh, so for like that one, I was like, Hey, I'm going to sue the king into the, into the town hall. Like, tell me when the king gets the town hall. And I think what was the other thing? Oh, tell me when the CC pops or something like that. So like while I was doing the queen charge and really concentrating, cause I was like queen charging into, 
uh, it was into, and I was I talked about this on the stream. I'm like, I'm really worried about this. I'm jumping into a Warden RC double scatter compartment, so I'm going to be like Rage, Invis, Rage, probably have to pop ability, um, and the CC was in there too. So I was like, hey, I'm going to be taking attention to that. So you got to tell me when the king takes the town hall. Um, and for this raid, uh, like the king, like sueyed his way into the town hall, and I like saw him go in, and I'm concentrating on the queen. Everything's fine, and all of a sudden, uh, I hear uh, king didn't get the town hall, and I'm like, oh mother. <laughs> <laughs> But that's like what I needed to hear, right? Because like I then can say, okay, well, I, the backup plan was to throw the champ at the town hall. Like I can't use the champ on the back end like I wanted to. So like I think that I think that that will definitely help, especially because um, oh the other thing it was it was so it was the king take the town hall. The other thing was time because sometimes I get so invested into the queen charge, making sure the queen is doing what she needs to do, that I say, hey, at two minutes tell me to go like just send stuff at like two minutes or a, a buck a buck 50 because i need to hear that so that that way i don't get like caught up into it so like after that i hear two minutes and so i was like oh shit well i really gotta start getting the queen to a spot where i can forget about her for a hot second deploy the dragon riders so um i feel like like you, you saw it on stream i feel like just a little bit of that definitely helps your attack and uh as long as the spotters like kind of remembering not to get caught up like watching the queen charge and watching like the one thing, I think it works out okay. Yeah, I mean, you wound up tripling, so I would say it did, and it didn't go to plan because the king didn't get the town hall, so you had to shift gears mid attack, and you did. And um, actually, in truth, um, you three starred both your attacks, and they were both really good. Um, so not if if I didn't hear the the spotting going on, I wouldn't have thought differently. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. kind of made it um, seamless where it was like, oh, okay. And you just shifted gears and wound up tripling. And I think you were even like swagging a spell and some troops. So um, the, <laughs> Sometimes you know, I get your lucky. backup plan worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, better lucky than good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, f I still feel like as long as you can, and I, I feel like Discord is a perfect thing where you can just like shoot out a thing like any anyone got like five minutes like here's my plan and then just like hit it so i still think that uh i think that people should give it a go like i, I feel like um it's a little bit underutilized and if you do it i think your attacks will overall be higher percentage and you'll maybe get a couple of triples you wouldn't elsewise yeah i agree uh, especially if you set the tone like you said where it's like hey i just need to know when the king gets the town hall down and when it hits the two minute mark. And if you, if, if you separate it like that and just make the person responsible for those two things, it's a lot easier. Yeah. And being the spotter, like it's just a couple of minutes and it's actually like kind of fun. Like it's a, a little bit nervous, nerve wracking because you kind of feel like partially responsible for what's going on. But if you take it as just, Hey, I'm helping out. Maybe I can get one little thing that can kind of, you know, turn a phase of an attack if they forget something, then, uh, I feel like it's a little bit lower stress than maybe people lead it on to be. So I, I encourage people to give it a try. Yeah. And it is a little, a little tough with that three second lapse. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're already seeing the clan castle troops and then three seconds later, your spotters seeing it. So it's a little tricky there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And that, and I think that's probably one of the things that detours people from being a spotter is they don't want to like feel like they're always one step behind calling something out and they feel like they're not really helping. Right. Yeah. And I can see that. It, I mean, it's not, 
like I said, if you just ask somebody to spot for you and don't tell them what you're looking for or what you're asking them to do, then it makes it a little more challenging. But if you're very specific, like, I just need you to tell me when these two things happen, that's it. And that's that's a lot easier. And then it, you're right. It is fun because they feel like they're part of your success. Yeah. And uh, all right. Well, uh, we're about to hit a little after dark, but there's one thing that I kind of remembered on the fly here, C-Note, and that's I saw someone and we're just going to take this. We're just going to take this as um, that it's happening for the sake of the segment. But I saw someone post and I can't remember exactly where someone post a leak of the next update that included uh, mortars, bowlers and golems. And I needed to get your hot take on that because those all um, seem like things that you would be uh, interested in, especially because little Timmy continues to fall behind if we have another level of mortar. I, I got to tell you, if these rumors are true, I am effing pumped because that is two out of the three troops that I like to use, golems and bowlers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has literally renewed my interest in the game because, um, you know, air is just not my thing. And I've been trying and trying and trying. And it's just, you know, it's just some things you just you can't do. And that's it for me. So um, I'm I'm super excited. But I'm also... I don't know if you saw this, Carl. Um, someone posted a picture about um, the uh, eagle is now going to have an option of the pulse or very something similar to the lava launcher in the builder base. You're going to have the option to switch back and forth. Oh, and if that's the case, then I'm a little bit weary about this because now you're dealing with not only the poison from the town hall, which I don't believe they're going to nerf, and yeah. now lava and if it's anything like the builder base it's going to sit there you know and eat up your troops so now you've got two components that are going to potentially eat up your kill squad so i'm a little nervous about that Mm -hmm. um but i I am excited about the new troops how about yourself um any they don't really i know you're not a bowler golem kind of guy but um you know, are you are you at least a little bit curious as to how they'll look or how oh, they'll do? Absolutely. Oh yeah, and uh, new expo level. The oh, uh, Green Arrow just posted it. The 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 Green Expo looks super hot. The the all green Hulk golems look a little weird. Oh, and miners. Um, I'm I'm surprised they didn't make the bowlers green. From the pictures I saw, they just looked like a different yeah. tint of blue. No, I'm I'm super hyped. I think the Expos going green are going to look badass. I can't wait to see like their super like gem crystally bullets or whatever they're going to shoot. Um, I really think that if they do the minor level, even if it's like a very small nudge, I'm really going to give uh, homies a real good go for at least a month. Um, and then I farm with bowlers on both accounts, so I'm super hyped for um bowlers to go up like i i'm a i'm a, not a fan of bowlers in war but for farming i've used them for years so i'm really excited about that and then um i've been using regular golems on that like super suey kill squads like the the ground warden with the log launcher sueys that i sometimes do i usually do at least one golem regular golem if not two so i'm i'm super excited about the golem level two and maybe maybe it will mean that um people will have to, you know, see what would be better, either an ice golem or a regular golem, because I feel like these days you just take an ice golem and you're just done with it on your suey. But if, just to give you more options, like maybe a regular golem might be better if there's, you know, 
uh, you know, not a single or you know something else that's like a round. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'll take a, a regular golem and get more value out of my Sui. So I'm actually excited about I'm like super hyped for this. And I need it to come out now. I'm like ready for it now, honestly. I know, right? Like, ah. I, you know, and I was thinking about this, um, and not to take up too much more time, but um, I was thinking that Supercell comes out with an update once a quarter, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be in October because that's what Halloween is. It's already been leaked that there'll be a new um, scenery skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, myself, if you go into October, that means they skipped a whole quarter without an update. Um, so I have to believe that maybe end of September-ish, maybe before CWL start that they'll drop the update. And that's, I'm not saying this is a hot take. This is just C notes theory mm-hmm. um, because that would technically be the quarter. It would bring them closer to Halloween so that the scenery skin wouldn't be too off base. Um, and then they would be able to, I, we all know that, that like they don't do an update again until like Christmas time. So yeah. um, that would be a long time, you know, in between if they didn't. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's, Gonna be if it does come out in October. I feel like it's too delayed. I feel like for the 14s, I feel like so my 14. Well, we're gonna hit basic progress next, but like for my main, I don't think I've done anything with it for like two months. That's what it feels like. I feel like I haven't done anything. Like it literally is just sitting there, and I'll like raid like once a day to try to get the gold pass stuff up so I can get like the 20 percent for like a couple walls I have left, and then just to cook troops faster. Um, for uh like war attacks but like i feel like my main i literally have done nothing with it for like two months honestly i feel the same uh and it's very i have a few walls left and it's very hard to motivate myself just to do that um but i've been concentrating on getting the unbreakable achievement so i have literally been down in the bronze silver league for a couple weeks now um and it's it's actually harder than you would think um if you don't trigger like i send my king in i end you know i end the battle i lose the trophies and i do that again and again and again mm-hmm. and i've noticed that if i don't do that i don't get as many hits against me but if i do it like six seven eight ten times in a row when i get back on in an hour or so i'll have like five or six defenses so it's actually supercell's kind of smart they they make you engage to get these defenses hmm. interesting so uh yeah i and i've been uh Dip has been mostly farming with the wallet, honestly, and I'll probably do a little bit at the end of the month now I got the 20%, but um, otherwise I'm waiting for these uh, expo levels, and uh, C-Note, I, I, tip my, I tip my hand to you, I got a lot of stuff saved up for this, <laughs> for the next time they put heroes and all that, so I got a kajillion books of everything, uh, and by everything I mean not necessarily everything, but like each of the different type of books, um, obviously a ton of medals and hammers and whatnot, so... I'm ready to go. Like I've I've been ready for like a month. Hear you. I uh, my inventory is stacked with um, books, ruins, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. After seeing yours, though, I'm like, oh no, he wins again because I don't think there's any way unless you just kind of fall asleep for the next month that I can <laughs> catch up to you in books and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm well prepared myself. Yeah, and even the, there's like a couple of packs that came out either yesterday or today or something like that. Like I had so much stuff, I didn't even buy any of the deals for either oh, account. Oh, good. That's good to hear. So you'll so catch I up there. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not even you didn't even buy any for dip. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I bought any for dip. Honestly, I have to double check, but I didn't, I don't think any of them were. I was like, eh. 
Wow. I, yeah, I gobbled up that ruin of gold with the, um, I think it was the book of building and a book of heroes. I'm not, I'm not mistaken. Oh, the $15 one? Yeah. Yeah, that one was yep. too, wasn't too bad, but I don't think I bought that one. Yeah, uh, I bought um, bought them for my both my accounts, both my 14s. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. That'll, that'll be, uh, get use that, uh, use those books here. Well, hopefully this month, Sounds like everyone's guessing next month. It does. That's why I guess maybe I'm just trying to buck the system and be different and guess by the end of the end of this month. But mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me if they went into October. But again, like then that would negate the whole third quarter. They would not have. I mean, there was no update. So yeah, and uh, and I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't tease something about the hero levels. Like I feel like if they wait, I mean, I guess it won't be too bad if they do it in December or whatnot, but I feel like I feel like it's almost due for them to start thinking about that. I feel like everyone's guessing five hero levels, at least on a couple of the heroes. I'm actually kind of surprised that people aren't talking more about that, either either as a yay, I want them, or as a nay, I don't want them yet. We're, we're getting the frequency of packs coming out lately has been a little bit quicker. Do you think that's to encourage, like, do you think that's to kind of push people to upgrade oh, yeah. because the update's coming? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I, I just noticed, I'm like, wow, they're coming out with packs pretty frequently now mm-hmm. for the past month. It almost seems like, and I, I don't have anything in front of me to indicate this, but it almost feels like once a week they're coming out with them. That it does. Uh, anything else uh, for the main segment for we after dark this bad boy? I think we just got shout outs, right? Yeah. What do you got for uh, shout outs and or shade outs? We got the steel uh, hero segment. I am going to go all shout outs on this. Um, got a couple people. Shout out to Agent for having an, an amazing CWL, first of all. Um, shout out to Tip and T for having us on. It was a blast. Do it again in a heartbeat. And shout out to Frosty and Jess for throwing an amazing event. And shout out to the whole Phoenix Reloaded clan um, for, you know, making everybody feel welcome. Yeah, I, I have to echo that. Jess and Frosty, so nice of you guys to have us over there. Um, tip and T, that was a real ballsy play by having us on the pod. I hope we, uh, I hope we did you proud. We, were, we behaved ourselves, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, innocent shenanigans like always. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, like you're saying, I think, didn't Fury have like a 19 star CWL or something? I feel like on he did awesome on both accounts that he had up there, but I feel like he almost went perfect at CWL, didn't he? Fury, yeah, Fury did. You know, he's just, he's been kind of quiet lately, but mm-hmm. he's always been a great attacker. So I guess guess you kind of have to take him for granted sometimes and i don't mean to because yeah. i mean he's the only man i've seen get an 18 pack in a matter of two minutes <laughs> so um <laughs> i'm still reeling over that <laughs> but um yeah he's he's always just a consistent um good attacker and i guess it kind of goes unnoticed when he does do so well you just kind of expect him to be at the top of the ladder yeah, and uh, shout out to everyone that came and supported the stream. Uh, it means a lot to me that you come and hang out, and uh, I think it. I think most people have like a lot of fun, and uh, especially to my mods um, because it makes things a lot easier that I don't have to worry about 
any weird stuff that's going on. So like uh, Wizard of Woo has always been fantastic at making sure he's got free time to to mod for me on stream. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks thanks for everyone that popped by, and then uh, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, see a whole bunch of people. Um, for the stream Saturday, like late morning for Pacific time, late morning, early afternoon. And I'm still trying to decide on the mimosa situation because, uh, later that day I'm going to a BBQ and I heard, I heard that someone's making me my own personal little cheesecake. So uh, I don't feel like it's best, the best time to have like a huge cheat day where I'm going to like literally get drunk by like 11 AM and then, um, have cheesecake later that night. I feel like that's bad timing considering the tip and T bet TBH. But YOLO. <laughs> we'll see. Exactly. All right. Uh, anything else before we after dark it? Nope. We'll see you in the after dark. Welcome back to clash after dark and, uh, see, you know, we teased a lot of bets uh, which one do you want to do first? Oh, we gotta we gotta go right to the top with with the tip and Carl bet. Okay, so I don't know if this was a good life decision, but I did it anyways. So I missed those CWL attacks. Like tip is totally on board with goofing on the whole like shirtless lawnmower thing, and so for some reason I thought it was a good idea to on the patron app. Which uh, shout out the tip for being a, a patron. Um, listen, getting those patron apps podcast eps that uh, I challenged him to a CWL bet and losers got to post a uh, shirtless lawnmower pick in the NSFW C2J discord. So that's what the bet was. And then he took it one step further and we talked about it on his bonus app a little bit and he did a little spin to it. C note. And do you remember what that spin was? I do. And, you know, I think they've been hanging around us too long because they're getting into the shenanigans way too much here. Um, tip, tip totally spun it on you. And I, yeah. I, I actually saw you caught off guard for the first time ever. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and reveal what the spin was. Yeah. So he has a proxy for the CWL to try to make it even 14 versus 14. So he's he's tagging in, tag teaming in the legend himself. Call me T, the TH14 CWL God. Call me T. So I'm a little bit nervous because A, he's bringing in a ringer. B, he's definitely um, obviously not worried about me at all because he didn't hesitate at all. He built up the drama and said, it's on like Donkey Kong. So I feel like I kind of put myself into my own trap here is what it feels like. Yeah, you stepped in a pile of shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's almost like I got baited. Like he literally put the tornado exactly where it is. My blimp is getting caught and it's just I'm just down it's I'm one starring this bed already, I feel like. So so when you, you go to a friend's house and they say, Yeah, come in through the back way and they have a dog that they haven't picked up after, that's oh, that no. that's what happened to you, is you just you were baited into stepping in crap. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I did it to myself. What can I say? So <laughs> kudos to, kudos to tip though, you know, for, uh, for coming up with that. Like he, he won up your challenge. Oh, he did. And he's being a great sport about it. Like, and I love the fact 
that I don't even know how the whole like shirtless lawnmower thing actually kind of, I don't remember at all. Maybe someone will have to refresh my memory, but I love how he took it and he just ran with it. And it's like, it's like become like a, you know, a revolving meme throughout the pot, throughout at least a few podcasts now. I love the fact that T knew nothing about it. So he was totally <laughs> caught off guard. <laughs> oh, so, and the other thing too is, is, uh, that it's getting to fall now, and I probably only have... So I want it to be, like, if I lose, I really want to pay up on this bet. Like, I want it to be authentic, no kidding, after I mow my lawn, picture, right? Like, I mean, if I if I lose, I got to pay the pendants on this one. So, like, I feel like my lawn only has one more time to get mowed, and the weather is going to be turning here any second. So I feel like I got to get this pick just in case... Um, I lose, and then uh, we'll we'll go from there. Like I, I think I don't know how the weather's going to hold up for him. It definitely sounds like he's been needing to mow his lawn a lot more than mine, which is pretty much dead at this point in time. So um, I feel like I need to have the. I don't want to say that I'm already seeding the bet already because trust me, I'm going to give him hell. But like I got to have a backup plan just in case I lose. Well, I feel like with the weather changes, regardless of who has to take the pick, we're going to see some glass cutting nipples going on. In the <laughs> oh, no. Oh man! And shout out to Green Arrow for um, doing a really weird, like partly shirtless pick for us to check out on the Discord. So that was really fun too. So you know, saving that for later. <laughs> yeah, heroes a blast. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So that that's one of the bets, and uh, the the second bet. I don't know if they finalized it, but the fact that we're going to talk about it means that they have to do it now. But like Ink and Hero got into some super weird shenanigans today about feet no less your favorite subject oh yeah and then someone reminded me i used to put a rule in the discord of no weird feet stuff which got deleted somehow so apparently weird feet stuff is an all go in the discord so <laughs> and that's that's what happened well yeah oh that's right there was a couple of feet memes so i was gonna say there was no feet pictures going on but there were a couple of feet yeah. memes but yeah. um yeah it sounds like this is shaping up ink um Ink is called, called actually, I don't know if it's just Hero or everybody. Uh, Ink wants somebody to step up and um, go against him um, in CWL, not like same clans, but whoever gets the most stars, if, if I have that right. Mm -hmm. And um, the loser has to paint their toenails of one, one, at least one foot, five, five toes, mm -hmm. um, Unless you're missing a toe, and then you're gonna have to go with two feet, um, and then you have to write the loser uh, loser's name on your foot in Sharpie marker, mm -hmm. and take a picture and post it. I'm assuming in the NSFW uh, channel. Probably. I mean, at this point, we should almost just make like a foot, like a specific feet channel because of all the feet talk. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't imagine you'll be visiting that channel very often if we do. Oh, no. I mean, and the thing too is, like, it's like, I think it's like weird that we're talking about this, but how many times have we seen people's feet on Clash of Clans Discord servers? Trust me, it wasn't just once, wasn't just twice. There's been several occasions of people posting feet pictures, and I don't know why. Wasn't that thing like a few years ago where people would take pictures of their feet at the beach or whatever? Fuck if I know, but it's weird AF. Honestly. Yeah, I, I was never one of those people, but yeah. Um, I, I don't have Facebook anymore, but when I did, I remember like there was some kind of feet craze where everybody would go on vacation and take pictures of their feet. For what reason, I have no idea. 
this is just this is just the um the long con for ink just to to get more pedicures apparently that, i think that's his that's his shout out and chat there <laughs> ink's got to keep those feet right evidently so anyway so there's there's another bet that's going on so this cwl so there's there's already three bets already with some pretty decently high stakes i mean one person's getting kicked out of the clan we have a shirtless pick we have a feet pick we have painting of toenails which i'm presuming that uh probably um doesn't happen every day for the two of them so it'll be a special occasion so maybe they're going to treat themselves yeah, I mean, there are some discussions going on about pedicures in, in the chat right now. So, Oh, no, it's already got the channel already got added to the, <laughs> the podcast Victory isn't even over. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty clever. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this CWL is going to be real high. So here's just the, just for my clan mates. If I'm a little bit irritable during CWL it's because I'm under a lot of pressure. All right. So you're just going to have to give me a week. It's going to be shark week for Carl. He's got a whole thing going on. He's facing Call Me T. And I'm just going to put it out there. Who who out there wants to face Call Me T? He's really good. It's going to be like a really hard CWL for me. And it's going to be super high pressure. And I'm going to be stressed out. And I'm already apologizing. <laughs> well, um, yeah, usually I, I, I've known you for a little while now. And usually when the pressure's on, you step up. So I'm I'm anticipating that happening in this case. Oh yeah, and I mean, it's, and it's no pressure for Call Me T because he loses. He's got no, he's got nothing in the bet, right? So he's just, he's just, you know, free and loose to hit away. So I, I think there's room for bribery here, honestly, <laughs> um, because he does he have nothing to lose Venmo. and everything to gain. Yeah, so <laughs> right. I, I think uh, your plan B should be bribery. Like <laughs> Google Play, Apple Cards, oh. whatever you want, T. Just make just throw, this happen. Throw in the CWL. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we'd throw in gold passes, but they haven't become available yet. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, in honor of the shirtless pick that is coming, we uh, see you know, and I did our top five uh, shirtless scenes or you know characters within movies. Uh, so this should be pretty fun. Uh, so you know, you want to go first or second? Well, I see. Um, I should probably add a caveat to this. Okay. This is where things went south, um, <laughs> depending on how you look at it now. Um, so you send me you know, show notes before every show, yeah. and I, usually I get a chance to review them and in some mm -hmm. cases add my, you know, when we do lists or whatnot, I'm able mm -hmm. to add my lists to yours. Um, and I usually review yours too. Like I, I try not to cheat and look at yours first. I do mm -hmm. mine, then I look up and see if they're comparable. Mm -hmm. So... I had to work this evening, so I literally went to work. I got your list. I, I literally scanned it with, like, just a few seconds, and then I went about my day, and I'm like, okay, I got to come up with a list, you know, of, of top five shirtless scenes. So I'm thinking in my head, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, yep, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. So I got the five in my head, and I wrote them down, and, you know, this is all on the fly. Yeah. So... I was talking to you at the beginning of the show, just before we started recording. And I looked mm -hmm. down at your list for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I don't have the same gender as you do <laughs> on my list. <laughs> so, um, I, I didn't know this was a... Um, <laughs> this is perfect. This is even better. <laughs> I, I didn't know that you had males in mind on this. Oh, absolutely. 
I went. Why would um, we not do males? I because uh, confession time. I'm a boob guy, so I thought this was right <laughs> up my alley. <laughs> Uh, and the, the funny thing is, people are probably going to think this is staged for a bit. No, this is real life. This is just what we did. <laughs> yeah, I, literally. I did not talk to Carl. I just, uh, I literally scanned the list and I, I just saw, oh, there's a top five list. Okay, top five well, shirtless scenes. Okay, and I'm literally driving around thinking, okay, who did I like here? Oh, yeah, definitely. So my number one popped into my head right away. And then I had to come up with four more. Well, I mean, this is going to be perfect because no matter what your preference is, you're going to have uh, something to, um, you know, think about, so to say. Yeah. And I feel like I am going to be the victim of memes galore after this <laughs> list. So um, oh. I'll, I, I'll kick it off uh, being the okay. dummy that I am. All right. Um, all right. So my number five is Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls. Um, I was a big mm. Saved by the Bell, Bell fan, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking when I when that movie came out, I'm like, oh my god, I get to see Jesse Spano's boobs, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came in fifth. Oh wow, okay, yeah, she she was a big deal, like because Saved by the Bell was like I was like the perfect demographic for Saved by the Bell when I was growing up. Like anything Saved by the Bell related was a huge deal, so I totally get it. Um, yes, number five. It for me is Jason Momoa because he's hit that stage in life where they literally are just like, okay, here's going to be a scene and for absolutely no reason, just do the scene without a shirt on. Like, it'll be like, it'll be like, you know, a black tie dinner, but he just won't have a shirt because they're like, you just look like a comic book character and we just need to show that as maximum as possible because we paid for you to be our actor. So Jason Momoa in Aquaman uh unbelievable looks fantastic that's my five he does yeah i'll I'll second that he he's an excellent aquaman um all right so to my number four um you saw my cousin Vinny, right Mm -hmm. marissa tomei Mm. i always thought she was adorable you know and then she Mm kind of disappeared for a long time and then she showed up in the movie the wrestler as a stripper and so you got to see a little bit more of the innocent girl all grown up. Um, so she is my number four. Uh, my number four is Christian Bale, an American psycho. And I, you know, at first I didn't think of this. And then, um, because Christian Bale's like done everything, right? Like he's literally done like the super strung out, like, like almost skeleton all the way to Batman. And he's just like, I don't know how he's done all these like body transformations, but when he, is you know put on the regiment to get ripped he looks fantastic so that's my forest christian bale in american psycho so and he's not your favorite batman right he is my third favorite batman wow okay yeah that's fair all right so my number three and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there nobody has to send me memes in my dms um it is kate winslet in titanic Oh, no. I mean, that's already been done. You already got the memes. Yes. Yeah, but I, I, I yes, that's true. But it's going to restart them. I'm sure it's going to kickstart them. But I, I couldn't, it being as what I said previously in another list, you know, with the female leads, um, I couldn't leave her out of this list. And plus, like, super hot scene. Oh. Uh, my number three, and I went with, uh, you could pick several movies of him, 
But Michael B. Jordan just looks unbelievable. So I picked him in Creed. You could have picked any, basically anything that he's in. He just looks great. But I picked Creed because that's the one that really pops out to me. Um, and, I, and I feel like he he's going to have a long career because I love every movie that he's in. And I feel like the more the merrier for, I mean, maybe it's just the style of movie that he's in. But I think he does a fantastic job and I love him to death. And he, you know, obviously can get ripped and play any part, uh, so to say. Yeah, he's. I, I really liked him in Creed too. That kind of put him on the map. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and uh, Carl Weathers, who played Apollo Creed, was like super ripped, you know, back in the late '80s. So mm-hmm. it, it, seeing Michael B. Jordan as ripped as he is, it almost it made sense. You know what I mean? You believed it was father and son. No, oh, no, it did. It was fantastic. All right, so my number two is Kelly Preston in Jerry Maguire. Um, I never kind of looked at her like before until that movie and saw her boobs in that movie. And I was like, holy shit. So she kind of got on my radar right away after that movie. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, my number two is, and I, and I had to put it on here. So we talked about how Christian Bale's my third favorite Batman. Um, my favorite Batman is like I'm not an Affleck fan, but I love, love, love Affleck as Batman. So the the basically unnecessary scene where he's working out slash making the kryptonite weapons, like the, you obviously need the scene where he's making the kryptonite weapons, but you totally didn't need the scene of him working out. But I mean, he he looked like a Batman in that scene. I mean, he's just generally a big guy and definitely can put on that bruiser build but it was like that's what i love is just like the unnecessary scenes of like guys working out in movies just to um just to try to get the uh you know the people that like to uh especially the especially the uh the females but like the guys too to uh come out like i don't want to say that it's just for the girls but uh oh fun story i forgot to talk about this in the jason momoa story so um DC live action first, you know, is coming out. Carl super stoked for it. Um, this whole thing. So when Aquaman came out, I'm like, I'm going to go to the IMAX and watch Aquaman. This thing looks like with all the colors they're putting in, Jason Momoa looks fantastic. Manta looks fantastic. Like I'm so hyped for this movie. So I was like, all right, get somebody to go with me. We're going opening night. So we go opening night to go see Aquaman. And you know what I do? I bump into, um, it was the um, the head admin of our office actually at the time. So she came in with her husband, and I'm like, like, oh wow! I was like, hey, how's it going? Like, she sees us because it's still like light in the movie theater, right? Um, and uh, and so she's like, oh hi, because we were like, you know, pretty good pals around the office. Like, we would chit chat and whatnot. Um, she was like super great um, peeps. Anyways, so I'm like, oh, are you really excited for this movie? Like, just making small talk is because it was like one of those movie theaters where you had like assigned seating. So you had like this specific spot and like the reclining comfy chairs. Like, it was like one of those style that's like kind of common these days, right? Right. Anyways, so I'm like, oh, you're super hyped. And she's like, she turns to me and she's like, I'm only here to see Jason Momoa without his shirt on for this movie. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> she was walking towards me. I'm like, hey, you know what? Bravo for your honesty. And, like, I get it. He looks great. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of very similar to a lot of these. I mean, obviously, like, in Creed, you're boxing. You just don't have your shirt on. But, like, in a lot of these, like, they literally just put that scene in there just for eye candy. Um, oh, absolutely. So yeah, I thought absolutely. that was a funny story where she was, like, literally in the movie, the movie theater. It's like, I'm just here to see Jason Momoa with that shirt. I'm like, all right, you do you. 
I thought the same thing that from what you said, where it's like, well, at least he's honest about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, what's your number one? All right, so my number one is Halle Berry in the movie Swordfish. Oh, um, when she's reading and she pulls the book down to be shirtless, I was like, I I literally lost my shit. I was that was the first time I had seen or that amount of skin on Halle Berry, and I was I had I had to go and rent that video <laughs> to watch it again because it was too quick. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how much she got paid per second? I don't. Do you remember that, um, that when that came out, how much she got paid for that? I don't. But it would beg the question: what she, what did she get paid in Monsters Ball? Because she was fully nude in that one. <laughs> I am so. I somebody's got to go fact check this for me. And there's a lot of people in the in the the live chat right now that will be able to do this. I am pretty sure that when that movie came out, it was a hundred thousand a second, and I think it was five seconds. So I think she got paid half a mil for five seconds. Which, I mean. Who's who? If you're see note, if you're getting paid a hundred thousand a second for five seconds to be full frontal, like you're doing that without a question, right? Oh God, yes. And on <laughs> the flip side of seconds? that, that is money well spent. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah. You can't tell me that every adolescent 17, 18 year old didn't want to see that just for that scene. Oh, they made their money back for sure. They got their half million dollars back for without sure. a doubt. I mean yeah. they they made four ninety nine off me alone from going to rent it again. <laughs> oh because oh, what's I may or may not have returned that movie. <laughs> oh my god. The movie was bad. It was bad. It was horrible. But that scene alone, like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That was and amazing. Moose in the chat is asking what movie that is. Moose, we're not going to contribute to your shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> we're Google not contributing it. to your spank bank, Moose. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so my number one, and, um, you know, as much as the chat would like to uh, think that the, I just came up with all these on the top of your head, I had to get some internet help to kind of remind me of some great scenes. And I will tell you, I didn't immediately think of this, but then when it popped up, it became kind of like my favorite. So like, there's been a lot of great James Bonds, in my opinion. I'm a big James Bond. I know that not everyone loves James Bond. I'm a big James Bond guy. I love the concept. I love the, and to me, it's like the moxie. That's why Affleck is my favorite Batman. It's just like the moxie. And Daniel Craig, I think, has one of the best James Bond moxies because he always acts like he's been there before. He just has this presence about him. And I love that. So, like, when he was in Casino Royale and he um, came at, like, basically had his scene um, for that. Like, he's just, I mean, he's just a generally a good-looking guy anyways. And then he just, like, has that, um, he, he doesn't have that, like, Jason Momoa, like, comic book, like, chiseled cut. He just looks like a super fit kind of like small like not quite as like they didn't pump him up to make him look like really large and tall but he just looks like a bruiser that has like a ton of strength and just like generally looks good so i feel like that was like a perfect blend of and i will tell you um so that's my number one and i will tell you that i've uh for the last couple of years like working out and stuff like that it's been pretty interesting seeing um a lot of these people now that are doing full-time fitness and uh oh there we go hammer found it 500k <laughs> there we go i got it i remembered um and they always had like 
that person that they and a lot of it um was rocky balboa like they wanted to look like rocky when those movies came out just like they get that kind of fitness motivation and i feel like daniel craig has that look that people can really go for because let's face it jason momoa you need a trainer a perfect diet and genetics to look like that like you just can't look like that like the normal person it takes so much effort but i feel like daniel craig how he was like i feel like that's like a good thing that people can like strive for so um for me i just love james bond i love his moxie and i think that was that was a great one so that's why he's my number one so did you have an honorable mention um, I did not have an honorable mention, but like a million people in chat had like a hundred honorable mentions on here. <laughs> so I have an honorable mention and, there, and it's Demi Moore from Striptease. And Ooh, the reason yeah. why she didn't make my top five is because clearly her boobs were fake, but <laughs> it was still, it was still Demi Moore. So I had to put her like, you know, right under five. Wow. So uh, was there some something on my list that surprised you? Yeah, you're number one, honestly. Oh, really? Hmm. Um, but I, I can see the history behind it. Like, I can see what you're saying. So mm-hmm. it's not totally as strange. But um, honestly, like Jason Momoa or, or Michael B. Jordan could easily, like if, if you made me come out with a male counterpart to my list, one of those two would probably be my number one. Uh, for me on your list, like I, I think that you got a lot of like the like the, a lot of the common ones I think people would come up with. But the uh, Tomei to me was like a little bit. I don't think I would have thought of that one was the one for me. Yeah, I, I don't know how she popped into my head. Probably it's it's kind of the shock factor. You know what I mean? You see these actresses, yeah. Except for, with the exception of Kate Winslet, that was the first time I ever saw her. But um, the others, you know, you kind of saw like in other movies or whatever. And you're, you, you know how you, you kind of get it in your head. Like, Oh, I wonder what she looks like without clothes. And then all of a sudden you see it, you know, you're not expecting it and you're like, Whoa, you know? So she kind of had that shock factor. Cause she, to me, she always played that kind of innocent character or, you know, the girl next door, you know, mm-hmm. not that she was completely innocent, but just kind of, you know, fun loving, you know, keep covered. And then seeing her in that movie, I was like, Whoa, who is this? So, <laughs> uh, uh, Ink asking chat what happened to Magic Mike. Well, first of all, I still haven't seen the movie, and the only time I've ever seen anything with it is like literally people posting stuff in Discord. Otherwise, I have not done any of it. So, apparently, that's on my to do list. Ha- Wait a minute, I can't remember. So, you know, have you seen it? Uh, no, I will. Here's the deal for chat. If C-Note agrees to watch it, I will watch it. Otherwise, it's an all-or-nothing deal. Either we both do or none of us do. And we'll see oh, what boy. peer pressure we get. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can I just say I watched it and not watch it? <laughs> <laughs> Change your answer midstream. Yeah, right. right. I'll just agree with everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, this was definitely... Um, I mean, this has got to be up there for the weird... I mean, we've done a lot of weird stuff, so you know, but this has probably got to be one of the one of the top three, at least, weirdest after darks. Yeah, this will be one, if we can remember, in our 100th episode, this may, this may make the list. <laughs> oh, Green Arrow's asking if I learned to dance from it. I did, but it was like... It would only show the choreographer. So it was... Um, so yes, I did, I did learn a dance from it, but... 
it was from a YouTube video where it was the choreographer teaching you how to do it. It wasn't like, I didn't watch Magic Mike and be like, oh, I can do that. First of all, I can't dance worth shit. So I have to get like the beginner choreography where they like teach you how to do like the basic steps. Because if a choreographer goes, okay, we're going to do whatever this like preset kind of like step combination that's like semi-common. They're like, hey, you, you know, you, th this is like kind of common differently. I don't know what any of that means. So I need like the super <laughs> beginner version of like, okay, here's how you do it. Plus, um, <laughs> the, first of all, we're going to have to go back and like completely nuke the, the, the discord of this channel with all the pics are coming up here. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's how I learned the dance was I actually had to watch like a how to where the choreographer was like teaching about it. And let me tell you, it, it was pretty fun. I'm going to be honest. I can't dance to save my life. So. And picturing, I've, I've not seen this movie, but I've seen enough pictures now as teasers in our Discord. Um, I couldn't imagine, there's been a couple of suggestions that we have a watch party. I don't know <laughs> that I could keep a straight face watching this with the likes of Ink, Green Arrow, and Knob. Yeah, only if we do, only if we all watch it together on video and we stare into each other's eyes. There we go. <laughs> oh boy, I don't think I could look at them the same. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, hear you. I got to give that bro stare. That's funny. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. Green Arrow wants me to ask you a question. I don't know if it will upset you or not. So I might have to wait for another day. Uh-oh. I don't know why, why, how he came up with this question for me to ask you, but I feel like we got to tease that for later. Okay. Um, I, and I, I have no idea what it is, so... I don't know. He really wants me to ask it to you. So that's what gets me a little bit suspicious because Green Arrow and Shenanigans go hand in hand. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, no, that's got me curious too. I'm trying to think back for the last few weeks of what I've done that's out of the ordinary and um, it could have been anything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, so before we close out the show, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give us your predictions for the three CWL picks. You got to take sides, pick a winner, for the three bets. Oh boy! Um, all right, so we're we're talking agent and hero, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, oh boy, this is tough because agent's hot right now. He's very, um, very on fire. I, I gotta go with my boy hero. Um, Ooh, hot take! Hot take. And you and Tip. Um, yeah. Love those guys, love them, but I'm going to go with my boy Carl. Ooh, uh, okay. I'm a I'm a total homer. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, and what uh, we're talking, Ink and Hero yeah. for the foot bet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with my man Ink. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to go with Ink on this one because I'm I'm he's he seems raring to go and and ready to battle so. I gotta oh, go yeah. with ink. ink. Ink, don't let me down, bro. Oh man, I it, yeah, it's tough. So like the thing too is for uh, I will tell you for CWL bets. Like honestly, for war, like CWL is probably the I probably do not like CWL is probably the worst thing that I do. So I'm a little bit nervous because I usually am a very poor CWL performer. But Hero is very good at CWL because. He gets his choice of 30 bases to pick that blizzard from, and so he usually does pretty good. I mean, it's a high one-star risk if you whiff on that blizzard, but um, 
He's got. I mean, he's got two bets out there, so I feel like I feel like it's an all or nothing for him. I feel like he'll be up in like the the nineteen twenty range, or he'll be down in like the the fourteen fifteen range. I feel like it's going to be an all or nothing CWL for him. That's my hot take. Oh, cool. go big or go home, huh? Yeah, I feel like because I feel like that that's kind of how it is these days because. Um, and heroes talked about this, like bases have progressed to really sniff out that blizzard value. Um, and he's just, he just hasn't been seeing it on the bases lately. You know what I mean? Well, we might be living that ground life by the time next CWO comes out. Just saying, just saying. So, um, you know, hero could be sporting two championship belts across his shoulders after it's said and done. Uh, yeah, or you could have uh, painted toes and be in uh, some other clan, not us. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll be in dirty jammers with his painted toes and ink on his foot. Oh, I mean, I can't wait to see what his wife says about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you know, it's the shenanigans that keep people, and myself included, coming back. Oh, man. Uh, cool. All right. Wild and wet show there, C-Note. Uh, say bye to the peeps. Later, guys.